This is the Elite Development Podcast, a show with the aim of helping athletes evolve in every element of their careers through real-world advice and experience. I'm your host, Kenny Dussault. I'm a strength and conditioning coach in Calgary, Alberta, with a singular focus on building better athletes. And now, let's get to the episode. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Elite Development Podcast, the show designed to help athletes gain an edge on their opponents and build their dream careers in sport. I'm your host, Kenny Dussault, and today we are going to be talking about the worst phrase that a coach can say. Honestly, I'm quite surprised that I haven't touched on this one already because this is something that I've been extremely passionate about for a very long time, uh, being someone that is a coach myself and being someone that just understands that if you're going to be successful in a sport, you need to be adapting, you need to always be learning. Um, I'm sure we've all heard the phrase student of the game when it comes to athletes or when it comes to so many other things as well. And so the worst phrase that I believe a coach can ever say is, this is the way we've always done it. And the reason that is the worst phrase, in my opinion, that a coach can ever say is because right away, what that tells me, if I'm talking to a coach and they say, this is the way we've always done it, immediately, that tells me you're closed-minded. Immediately, that tells me that you're not open to the idea that what you believe could be wrong or what you believe might not be the best method out there. And that's why I always stress with my own athletes that I work with that if you ever hear me completely shut down other ideas because this is the way I do it and I'm not open to learning something new, that is a massive problem and that's probably the time to find a new coach. Because like I mentioned, if you want to be successful in anything, and the world of high-performance sport is a perfect example, you need to be a student of the game. You need to be adapting. You need to be learning. You need to have people that you are looking up, that you are looking up to, that you are learning from. So as an example for myself, as a strength and conditioning coach, um, because I work a lot in the combat sports industry, one of my favorite people to follow is Phil DeRue because he's been in that industry for a very long time. He puts out incredible content on training for fighters, on different ways to structure sessions, on different exercises, all these things that I need to know. And so I follow him quite closely. I had the pleasure of interviewing him on this podcast, actually episode 57, I believe it was. Uh, so I look up to him all the time and we don't have some, you know, crazy close relationship or anything like that, but he is someone that I look up to a lot. He's someone that I learn from a lot and I take information that I get from him, find the way that it works for my clients, for my athletes, and then apply it in my own way. Another one I really like to look up to is Jeff Lavecchio. If you don't know him, he is more focused in the hockey realm. But if you don't know him, look him up on Instagram at Jeff Lavecchio. He is the best hockey trainer in the game. Um, the guy just knows his stuff inside out and backwards. And learning mobility, learning athlete development from him has been an absolute game changer for me. So again, the reason I bring these two names up is because if you are trying to be successful in anything, you need to constantly be learning. You need to constantly be adapting. You need to be constantly finding people or finding resources to help you improve your craft. And so for me, 
I like learning visually. So the people that I like to learn from are those who are posting videos, those who are, you know, present and put out their information in a way that speaks really well to me. And Jeff and Phil are the two top guys for that, in my opinion. Um, so if you are an athlete, obviously this is why you have coaches. You have a coach so that you can learn the information you need to improve in your sport and then continually get better as your career progresses. But where a lot of us fall short is that we are learning from coaches who are not learning from other people. We are learning from coaches that have that mindset just locked in that my way is the best way, no matter what anyone has to say about it. And we're not changing it because this is the way we've always done it. So that is why if you hear your coach saying that, that is a massive problem because I can tell you from the strength and conditioning standpoint, again, from my own career, learning from Jeff and learning from Phil, these guys both pride themselves on continuously updating their education, continuously learning new things, continuously improving on what they previously thought were the best methods, what they previously were using and continuing to adapt, continuing to grow and continuing to change that. So this is the reason that I love learning from those guys is because I get a ton of great information, but I know that they are also continually upgrading their education, which in turn helps me continue to upgrade mine. So if you are an athlete, we're going to bring it back to you again. If you have a coach who's teaching you, that's great. But what I would challenge you to learn is who is your coach learning from? Why are they teaching you the things that they're teaching you? How are you able to apply what they're teaching you specifically to your sport? And I actually just had a conversation with an athlete um, earlier today that leads that follows this conversation perfectly. So he talked about how he's worked with strength and conditioning coaches before, but he's never in 13 years of competing, he has never spoken to someone who as a strength and conditioning coach focuses on building the athlete first before just grinding super hard until you can't grind anymore. So that means, <coughs> excuse me, that means that in 13 years, he has never spoken to someone who puts the focus on actually physically developing their athletes and just focuses on making them train super hard which don't get me wrong, training super hard, extremely important for sport. But as he started doing this more and more and more, he started experiencing injuries. He started experiencing all kinds of different injuries, which took him out of the sport entirely. So because his coaches were stuck in old methods, his coaches were stuck in methods that don't work, but had that mindset of this is how we've always done it, he was almost forced to retire from his sport at an early age instead of being able to focus on something better, focus on improving himself physically as an athlete, and then continue to improve in his career. So this mindset is ridiculous to me. I don't understand how people are still stuck in that old mindset of all you need to do is just grind, 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 grind. You know, MMA is the absolute perfect example for it or combat sports as a whole. I see athletes that do these ridiculous, intense training sessions where they're always 
maxing out their lifts and then doing shark tank sessions and then hopping on the airdyne bike for an hour after their shark tank sessions. And their whole session is three or four hours long yet they fight for 15 minutes. So in what universe do you feel like because you can push at a sort of okay rate for four hours that that gas tank translates to a 15 minute fight. But the reason people get stuck in this is because they've thought of it one way and they've never bothered to try to adapt their knowledge. They've never bothered to try to improve their knowledge in that area. They stick with the mindset of this is how we've always done it. So like I mentioned earlier, this purely just shows close-mindedness to me. Immediately when I hear people talk that way, when I hear people train that way, and when I hear people say, I'm not going to try that because this is how we've always done it, immediately it just shows me that you're close-minded. And if you're close-minded, you don't have your athlete's best interest in mind because you're not open to the fact that someone might know something that you don't know. But I want to take that from a bit of a different angle now as well is because if what I don't want someone to take away from this episode is that anytime you hear any piece of information, you should try it because you don't want to be stuck in the, this is how we've always done it mentality. But what I really want to enforce here is that just because someone said it on the internet, it also doesn't mean that it's good. So if you hear it on the internet, Yes, you don't want to immediately close it off and say it's bad because this is how we've always done it. But you also don't want to immediately assume it's good, change everything about your training and go off of what this random person said. What I really want to enforce with you in this episode is to just learn to think critically. To just learn to think critically. If you can take the information you're learning and you can really think about who this person is that's giving you this information. What are their credentials? How much do they really know about what you're trying to accomplish or about you? And then from there, judge whether this is something worth listening to. Because if this is from a good source, as an example, if you are training in combat sports at all, you should absolutely go follow Phil DeRue his stuff is fantastic. I use a lot of the stuff that he puts out. He's one of my favorite people in the space to follow. If you go follow a guy like that and he says, this is a great way to develop punching power, you can probably look through his page for a minute, see him working with Dustin Poirier, see him working with a bunch of UFC fighters, a bunch of high-level world champion athletes, and think, yeah, he might know a thing or two. I might be able to implement this in my own training. If you see a post from, you know, some random account with three followers, no profile picture and one post, probably don't change up how you're training and follow the advice of this random stranger on the internet. Or even better, look at what the advice is. Think about it. Ask a question and say, well, you're telling me to try this. Why should I try this? How is this beneficial? What is this going to do for me? as an athlete, if I'm trying to, as an example, improve my punching power. And if you're able to critically ask those questions, if you're able to critically have that discussion, then you can be the judge for yourself whether or not this is someone worth listening to. Because that's a trap I see so many athletes fall into as well. They see a cool looking exercise on Instagram and they throw out 
their whole training program because, well, this exercise is, you know, this great new thing that somebody invented. A lot of the time people are throwing shit out there to look cool from it, look cool for Instagram. But if you can think critically about it and you can judge whether or not this is a source that's worth listening to, judge whether or not what they're saying actually makes sense, ask them a question about what they're doing and how that's actually going to help you as an athlete. Now you can make a decision based off of something more than just a random stranger said something online. Am I going to go with it or am I not? Right. Does that make sense? I hope that that's coming across. Well, I hope that you're understanding the point, but the main thing I want to leave you guys with as I wrap it up, the challenge I want to leave you guys with is first figure out who your coaches are learning from. And this can be your strength and conditioning coaches. This can be your sport coaches, anybody that you're learning from, figure out who they're learning from. And if you can figure out who they're learning from, now you understand where that information is coming from. You understand whether this is a person that is worth listening to, whether this is a person who has insight that's actually going to help you. And the second, when you're scrolling through the internet, when you're looking for training information, when you're looking for you know new drills to add into your program, whatever it is, take a critical eye. Don't just look at it and say, well, it looks cool, so I'm going to try it. Don't just look at it and say, I don't know this guy, so that means it's stupid and I'm not doing that. Look at the drill. Ask yourself, what is this helping? How is this going to benefit me as an athlete? Who is the person that's posting this drill? What kind of athletes do they work with? What kind of credentials do they have? Let's watch a few more of their videos and see whether I agree with the other stuff that they're saying. And if you can come up with a good answer by actually thinking about these drills critically, you can make a decision whether or not this is something that makes sense to start adding into your program yourself. So that is it for me. That is all. I appreciate you tuning in. I appreciate you being here. I hope that this all makes sense. But as I wrap the show up, I want to leave you guys with this. If you, are, if you have been listening to the show, just know I truly appreciate every person who tunes in both live and both on the replay. But if you've been tuning into this show and you've been getting value from it, I ask just a couple of things from you. First, I ask that you share this with a teammate, with a friend, with a coach, with an athlete in your life that's looking to reach the next level in their sport. Second, send me a message. I love hearing when people have big takeaways from these episodes. I get some messages on Instagram. I get some messages on TikTok. It always means the world to me when I get a message from an athlete saying, hey, when you talked about you know this, this, and that on your podcast, like that just like really hit and I just, that really helped me out a lot. I love hearing that stuff. So if you're getting value from this show, let me know. I would love to hear it. And finally, I hope you guys all have a fantastic rest of your day, no matter what time it is when you're listening to this. I hope you have a phenomenal rest of your day and I'm looking forward to talking to you all again very soon. Thank you again for tuning in to another episode of the Elite Development Podcast. If you enjoyed the episode, I would greatly appreciate if you subscribed and left a review for the show. As well, I would love to hear what your biggest takeaways were from the episode. My contact info is linked below. Send me a message and let me know what you thought. As always, I'm your host, Kenny Dusso. Thank you again and see you next time.